0: Following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on bicbp-radio.com.
1: What's going on everybody? I'm The Nightmare and I'm Rotten Jack. And this it is Common, Common debauchery. debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am The Nightmare joined by Don't Call Me That. RJ Rotten Jack, what's up, buddy?
2: Motherfucker.
1: (laughs) You know, it's become a game now. I got to find more creative ways to work it in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sure. I do. Moving on.
1: Moving on. So uh, we're here. We're doing it. It is. We are one week into our worst fandom polls. Uh, I can tell you. The first round was underwhelming from a. Like from a point point. Yeah, just from a uh, a voting standpoint and an interaction standpoint, but I can tell you that regardless of that, the believers knocked off a U.S. Uh, American soccer fans, not U.S. soccer fans, because you know just people who are American who like soccer, and the Office fans weirdly ran away with it over the Bronies. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was. That was an interesting one I fucking um,
2: told you that the office was gonna fucking take out
1: yeah I didn't want to believe you because being an office fan, I am just I don't want it to be true the office is a great show and what, if
2: you was, don't... Uh, what was the overall total on uh office versus bronies? what's that? What was the overall total on Office versus Bronies? Uh, I I don't have
1: the exact numbers in front of me, but I can tell you it was pretty much almost two to three to one in favor of the Office fans being war- the worst of the two fandoms.
2: Yep, Bronies are just weird. The Office fans are fucking
1: so, and I terrible. I, th- I think that it also has to do with part of the uh, part of the issue being like Bronies are uncommon or not so open. Like, they're, they're not right. so, like, out but in the everyone, eye.
2: But everyone knows a fucking snobby, annoying Office fan.
1: Uh, Austin and I were recording an episode of the Podducers earlier today, and I brought this one up, and he was like, oh, man, I'm an Office fan. I was like, yeah, me too. He's like, how do you not think it's funny? I'm like, I don't know. Apparently, people don't think it's funny. And then when you don't think it's funny, you're like, this is the dumbest show ever, and you're stupid for watching it. So we could we probably could have almost put Office haters as a fandom but we didn't
2: right. Cause it was my pick.
1: Right. So uh, the next round of matchups are going to be the, before it was cool crowd versus fans of YouTube stars. And then from the other side of the bracket, we have the Nintendrones taking on the Swifties. Those two should both be interesting.
2: I definitely think just like the believers the Swifties are going to take that one easily
1: and and I think that's because like I, I think they're going to win because of the same reason like the office fans over the Bronies won not a whole lot of people know a true Nintendrone or somebody who's just a Nintendo truther that's right. just like Nintendo is the best thing ever uh, but we all know 900 Swifties yeah. you're so. engaged to one I sure am. It's a weird concept. What a time to be alive. (laughs) So, uh, but that is, so that is the update on the worst fandom uh, voting that we have going on. The other side of this, the actual, the episode today, um, this this is an interesting one. This is a fun one. We had a couple things, a couple ideas kind of bounce around. And this one just seemed like it would be the most fun to me. And I do have to give... I do have I to, give,
2: to. What go go go? I go. do have
1: to give props to uh, to the alley cat on this one. This was her idea. Oh, was it? Oh yeah. She she did not survive the late night to uh, you know to be able to get up and or to be able to stay up and do this late night style with us. But um, you know this was her idea. We kind of bounced a couple things around. You and I bounced a couple things around. I thought of a really cool idea for uh, the end of the year that is going to be a common debauchery festivus which the episode that we're going to do is literally just going to be the airing of grievances yes but uh we have something that to look forward to in 10 months why
2: did we not think of that i know i celebrate festivus every year
1: i know i was so so angry about it that i thought about it and i was like oh we can do that i'm like no that's like a topical one for the season and we're just not there yeah So what we what we settled on, so uh, Rotten Jack wanted to basically just bitch about how expensive things are.
2: I just wanted to talk about how gas is so expensive. I'm not coming over just for fucking cuddles. All right.
1: So here's the problem. To me, there's only one road that the gas price leads down, whether it means to or not. Everyone blames the president. And what's the rule of the show? We no are politics. We are a podcast about nothing and everything except for politics and religion. Politics and religion, we will not touch. I refuse. I'm not doing it.
2: I mean, I wasn't even going to go down that road. I was. Yes, gonna go you more, were. No, I wasn't. I was going to go more comical. That I'm not coming over for less than certain things. I'm not get, coming you, over just you, to hang out.
1: No, no, no. Because I, I, I would shoot that entire argument down right in the face because. I would share the screenshot of you saying I'm done with the dating world again for the ninth time since I met you, you're done with the dating world and I'd be like, bullshit, you're not going over for cuddles you're absolutely going over for cuddles
2: no, I'm seriously fucking done this last one was a fucking psycho
1: and that was another conversation we had was just yeah, and you
2: fucking told me not yeah, all right. yep You. yep, okay
1: listen, I am wise beyond my years, my friend
2: yeah like, I understand that I am my own fucking biggest problem.
1: I'm, listen, I'm here to help. <laughs> Common debauchery helps Rotten Jack get a girlfriend. I'm going, it's going to be a thing. You will find your significant other via this podcast, come hell or high water.
2: Yeah. Listen, ladies, if you want to find me, I'll be at my computer. <laughs> like, if you're playing Destiny 2, you could probably find me.
1: Listen, we, we were going to figure this out one way or the other. I told you I am. we are going to find a way to do a common debauchery dating game for you live on Facebook. And I'm going to need to call in some help there because I want to host it, but I can't host and be the guy behind the computer doing the production. So right. I'm going to have to call someone to do the production side of it that day. And uh, that being said, what we decided on is we are going to talk about not necessarily rank. It's going to be more of a casual conversation about some of our favorite childhood toys yes um and we're not going to just go favorite we're going to go like ones we liked ones we thought were stupid uh ones that were like crazy trendy that we got into or didn't get into and we are going to dive one, in
2: what was that one big christmas gift that like every fucking person got and you were the only one that did
1: not and like and whether or not you wanted to be because right. I can tell you, like, there's a very, very specific one. Uh, And why not? We'll just kick it off. Yeah. Fucking Furbies.
2: I had one. Me and I my did. brother both had one.
1: So my sister got one. I never wanted one. And then these things ended up being, first off, they were the, the Christmas
2: nightmare fuel.
1: Oh, my God. And they, So they were the Christmas craze for a year. Like, this was a thing. This was the this was the toy that like people got trampled on
2: grandma's fist fighting at fucking Walmart to get yeah. one for their grandkids.
1: Yeah. Gam Gam tossing hands to try to get the old uh get the old Furbis for their for her, like for their kid. And the best part was like the original one. It was just like one kind of like one color one. It was just it was just Furby. Yeah. And then they capitalized on the market and like
2: like Like different like colors and shit on
1: colors, sizes, haircuts, like patterns. Uh certain ones like did certain things, said certain things, like but these things were creepy.
2: They were straight fucking nightmare fuel. I remember having one and like the thing would just start fucking talking to itself out of nowhere. Well like it'd be dead at night like not a no one's moving no one's talking and all of a sudden this here's this fucking thing going off yapping.
1: Yeah, and so these things if you like for for the audience that isn't in our direct demographic. So I would probably say people like 5 to 7 years older than me and 5 to 7 years younger than you are probably like the outskirts of knowing what this is or remembering the craze.
2: I would say even less than that, man.
1: Probably. But I mean, like
2: I'd say, probably like three years older than you. Well, I mean, anyone older than you knows what a Furby is,
1: right? But whether uh, or not they were part of the craze and owned part one. of the
2: craze, probably not. I would say probably about three years older than you. They were probably part of it. Um,
1: well, right, because my sister had one. She's two years older than me,
2: but much younger than me. Like my brother's two years younger than me, right? Um, so probably three years younger than me. They were probably too young
1: see and i and that's i don't think that's true because Alley cat had one like Alley cat remembered remember oh, this she? was actually this was another suggestion of hers so like i think five to seven younger than you but probably only like five years, at most three old three older than me than yeah. yeah um i mean these things were these little little pod looking things like they they were just It was kind of a weird combination of like an owl a gerbil a mouse and a gremlin. Yeah. And like its mouth moved, it's like it blinked, it looked around. Uh you, like you tapped it on the tongue to feed it. And
2: what the fuck? What? So I just pulled up Furbies on Google and apparently you can still get them.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sure.
2: And this thing that I'm reading here uh from 2020 if you manage to hold on to your Furby you're in luck today it could be worth as much as 4,500 bucks
1: wow I need to go I need to go find out if that stupid thing's still in my parents basement
2: I yeah I don't know
1: so like these things they never turned off there was no off switch you put batteries in and they booted up when the batteries died was I don't remember if they reset or not or if they like had a memory chip of some kind but, like, you poked them in the stomach and they laughed. You poked them on the tongue and, like, that was fedding them. They like, mm, num noms. And if you did it too much, they'd be like, me no hungry. And, yeah. like, they were supposed to respond to their name. Like, these things were the original, like, Alexas or series. Yeah. And, like, but they were creepy. Like, they would blink. Like, you'd walk in. They were supposed to be, like, motion activated. So you'd walk in a room and all of a sudden they'd be like, you know,
0: oh, hello.
1: And you'd be like, what the hell? So, like, you get up in a pitch black room, this thing's not supposed to be able to see you, or like, it's in a closet with the door closed, and all of a sudden you just hear it talking. Like, this th- these things were creepy as hell.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like, I, re- I remember me and my brother both had one, and I think I played with it for about a day or two, and I was like, this thing's fucking creepy. And I like I'm pretty sure I took the batteries out of it and like shoved it somewhere. Never touched it again.
1: Yeah, that's because that's what you had to do. You had to, you had to pull the plug on the damn thing.
2: Yeah, they were they were bad. Like I said, like like you said, you'd put it in the back of a goddamn closet and it would still start talking. Like, yeah. Who the hell are you talking to and reacting to? Like you're in a pitch black closet. Nothing's moving in there. Yeah. And what it's is like- setting you off.
1: And, like, it'd be in the other room. Like, you'd be, like, in your room, like, playing on your computer. That's not making noise. And all of a sudden, from the other room with nobody else home, Furby hungry. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, Somebody once said that Furbies are a great way to detect ghosts because whatever Uh... their motion sensor was detected an infrared spectrum that picked up, like, spectrums and shit. I don't know whether or not that's true, but it just makes them creepier.
2: I kind of wish that I was uh, still into ghost hunting and I could get my hands on one. That'd be interesting to test.
1: Oh my just god! Set
2: one. Just set a fucking Furby in a room at a haunted house or a haunted location, put a camera on it, and fucking walk away.
1: Oh I, don't my god. I, wa- I don't think I
2: would want. I don't think I would want to review that footage.
1: Not like I would. Re- I would re- review that footage at like noon on a weekday in my garage with the door open in the summer. <laughs> like, yeah. Because, like, any any darkness, any, like, dark room, like, nope. Nope. No, thank you. No. Hard no thank you.
2: Yeah, considering that when, you know, you're doing that, like, it's all the lights are off. It's pitch black. So, if that thing fucking reacted to anything, no uh-huh. thank you.
1: So, what do you got? What's your, what what's a... A famed, fabled, famous, loved, hated, annoying childhood toy of yours? Ugh,
2: my Pokemon cards, man.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah.
2: That Yeah, that's a sore subject because my mom got rid of my goddamn Pokemon cards. Um, I don't know if any of the ones that I had would really be worth anything. But they were all like the first edition, like American
1: print Oh, from, they like they would totally be worth something.
2: Like some of them probably were.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Um, like I never had like the the shiny Charizard that is worth like <laughs> three and a half million dollars nowadays, or a couple hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Um, I never had one of those, but I had some other good ones. Like I had all three uh like legendary birds, like holographic. I had like oh, all the OG legendary
1: Pokemon. Yeah, the
2: OGs uh Uh, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos had all three of them shiny. I had Blastoise shiny. I had Venusaur shiny. Um, You know, obviously everyone had like 10 million goddamn like Caterpies and Metapods and stuff like those. Yeah, the the
1: basic ones that sucked.
2: But uh, I, I probably had some that, you know, I'm not saying that I could retire off what some of them would be worth, but some of them might be worth a couple grand at
1: this point. Yeah, something where if you need a little bit of help on cash, you could probably move them and yeah, you know, get something for them. My, uh, it wasn't necessarily my like my pure childhood, but like my my late childhood into my like young adulthood for me was that mine was Yu oh cards. I had friends that got into the Pokemon cards. I I liked Pokemon. I never owned any of the games because I never owned a Game Boy. Um I just I just liked Pokémon but I never was into any of the gaming side of it. And like I would play the games if I had the ability to but I'd never owned the ability to so I never like really dove in. But uh yeah, I mean mine was Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You know, just the the idea cuz like the the Did you ever play the Pokémon trading card game?
2: No, I never knew how. I just collected the cards.
1: I don't think anybody knew how. I've never met a person who, like, knew how to play the game. Like, yeah. I, like not a single person that I've ever met who owned the cards, like, knew or played the game the way it was meant to be played. But, like, Yu-Gi-Oh!, the only reason you owned the cards was to play the game. And then, like, you kept your extras or your fancy ones that, like, didn't work with your deck, but you still thought were really cool. Like, so that's how your collection became a thing and just so everybody knows i'm a little we we were just talking about furbies and ghosts i'm a little creeped out right now because my neighbors have a motion sensor floodlight that went on and about 30 seconds later my motion sensor hallway lights went on and there's nobody outside lovely love it anyway so uh yeah what else you got started looking at
2: like what some of these cards are worth that I know I had.
1: Well, listen, do it, do that later. We're busy. Yeah,
2: I know. Um, do you ever play with pogs as a kid?
1: Oh my God. I love, I'm pretty sure I might still have some in my parents' basement
2: somewhere. I had a huge collection of pogs and I had a pog maker. What? Yeah. So it was a super cool thing that, um, It it came with, like, the cardboard and stuff that you needed to, like, make the pog. And you could take any image from, like, a piece of paper or, like, a magazine, whatever you wanted, and you set it on there. And then you basically – it was basically, like, a giant hole punch. It's the easiest way I can describe it. It's like you would set the, the, the blank pog in there, and then you would lay the image you wanted on there, on it. I then just, like, press down on it, and it would, like, cut it, and, like, somehow it would get that, like, say you, like, found a picture of, like, Justin Timberlake in, like, whatever fucking teeny magazine you had, and you wanted it on a pog, you just, like, line it up, press it down, and all of a sudden you got a pog with, like, whatever image you wanted on it. It was super cool.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had a huge tub of them. Um never really knew again never really knew how to play pogs but had a huge huge tub of like pogs and slammers and
1: um like yeah I loved those things like and those were something that I actually I actually did play. Like I play, like we used to play with them.
2: See I never I never knew how to play. Like it was what you like stacked them up and Threw the slammer on it and stuff like that.
1: Yes. And what it was is anyone that, um, that like flipped over, you won. And like, who, like, once the stack was gone, whoever had the most pogs won. Yeah. If that makes any sense at all.
2: No, it makes sense. Like, I, like, I had some pretty cool slammers too. Like, there were, like, those slammers were collectible. Like you yeah. could get pogs in, like anything you wanted. Like there was like GI Joe pogs, and then there was like ninja looking pogs, and you know there was super cool stuff. I had, like I said, I had a huge fucking tub of them.
1: Yeah, and, uh, dude, I had, I had so many, like, so many. I had full sets of like ninja turra uh, Pokemon, not Pokemon, fucking Power Rangers ones. I had full yeah, sets of yeah, like- I had those you know transformers and sports and Mm
2: -hmm. all
1: kinds of cool shit like it was it was awesome
2: yeah well i think the pog maker i was the only one that i knew that had a pog maker
1: yeah i never even heard of that until just now that's awesome and i'm jealous right i remember having some battle bug ones you remember battle bugs battle bugs they were it was basically like a knockoff version of like power rangers
2: Are you talking about Beetleborgs?
1: Sure. Yeah. I think Battle Bugs Be- was a thing too, but
2: I don't know. I re- I remember Beetleborgs. <gasps> Here it is. Here's the Pog Maker.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Um speaking of like all my fucking power rangers toys i had like the original um megazord Uh uh-huh like from the original tv show um i had a couple different ones like i know i had the original one and a couple of like the subsequent like incarnations of it i had like the uh like the five pieces that like were all cool to play with on their own that I could like put them all together to make the Megazord. Those were always pretty cool.
1: Yeah, so I had the original version of those. I had which was the the five dinosaurs. I also owned the Dragonzord which had the battery powered light up like lights on its chest. That would be like like if you were watching the show anytime like It was like the worst design flaw ever because anytime he did anything to attack, like other than swing his tail at you, his chest things would be like and then he'd shoot rockets out of his fingers and he'd be like and then his drill his drill tail would like start spinning and go and go and get after you. Like, I
2: don't think I ever had the dragon sword.
1: Oh, dude, I so I had. The Dragon Zord. I had the original Megazord. I had um what was it? Titanus was the like the big Brontosaur thing that they wrote in to make the ultra or the uh the ultra Zord or whatever. Like the big final incantation of all the Zords put together. Huh. Um and then the next round, which were I believe called the Thunder Zords, it was like the Dragon Thunder Zord, uh, and they were all like mythical creatures.
2: I remember having the like the rescue ones that like the one was like a police car. One was a fire truck. One was.
1: uh Okay. So um, my, my fandom fell off by then because that was probably season three, four or five. It had to be, it had to be four or five because season three was the ninja zords. But like, yeah. So I had the five that made the second, Like, so when Lord Zed took over as the bad guy, I had those, that whole set, including the White Tiger Zord, and it was called uh, Tor the Shuttle Zord, which is just just this big fucking turtle, which, like... I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so, and it was cool, because, like, well, it was, like, Tor was the, like, that, that Ultra Zord or whatever the fuck it was called was the worst design they ever had. So, like, the original Megazord... You built the Megazord, then you broke apart the Dragonzord, put him on top like a headdress, Mm -hmm. like shoulder cannon thing. I did
2: have it because I remember doing that.
1: Yeah, and then you put like the like Titanus or whatever it was, like his back opened up and you put him inside, and like his tail became two gigantic other cannons, and like it was this big badass looking thing that just like we're gonna shoot all of our weapons at you at once, and you're just gonna die. And then the next one, like. The white tiger zord, who had its own. So, do you okay? Do you remember now? This is dialing back. We're getting way off track. We're getting like we, we we should do a Power Rangers episode at this point, but this is my like last point before we move on. Um, we had so like the dragon zord could make its own dragon megazord, yeah, where like its arms went up in front, and made like the chest thing, and then like the mastodon went around and actually gave it the megazord arms. And the two Megazord legs like clipped in, and then it's like drill what tail f- became like a spear thing.
2: Okay, I'm looking at pictures now. What the fuck was this? Um, it basically looks like the like a fucking Loch Ness monster that like they would ride.
1: Uh, you're gonna have you're story. gonna have to screen share with me if you're looking on your computer because I can't see what you're talking about. So pull that up so I can comment on it.
2: this thing here
1: that's Man, titanus dude
2: oh that's titanus okay yeah
1: i'm pretty sure it's called titanus maybe it's called something else
2: yeah i don't i never had that one
1: i did so. i still do i you still have really? all of these yeah these are all still in a box in my parents basement okay so see see the one okay so see the t- uh, the t-rex and the and the dragon's sword right there
2: yeah right here
1: the one next to it other yeah. side other side there you go that one that's the that's the other one that i, I have that exact set that's the second think, incantation
2: i don't think i ever had that one because i don't yeah. remember that one i remember having the dragonzord and like the original megazord and uh the white tiger but i never had this titanus thing like yeah. i don't remember i don't remember this fucking thing that like they would ride apparently like i yeah. never had that
1: yeah, that thing was cool as all hell. And then I
2: never had that.
1: Yeah, so if like the the second version of that, so like where you put them all together like this
2: mm-hmm.
1: was the, the the white tiger went inside the shell of Tor the Shuttle Zord, and then the Megazord broke down into its original five parts. They all stood on this like sled thing. That clipped on top of Tor the Shuttle Shuttle Zord and that became the megazord like or the the ultra zord or whatever the hell it was. You know what?
2: No, I did have that because I remember having it in this configuration. Like I remember this now. Yep, I had that. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I mean like I and I love these things. Oh my god, I love these things. Played for hours. I wish I still had those. Dude, I so I still have like the actual like action figures too. So like they had the taller ones. Um so, like, they were, like, probably, probably, like, 10 inches tall or so. Yeah. And, like, they came, like, their their fists could, like, open to, like, grip their blasters and their weapons. Mm-hmm. And then there were, like, the four-inch ones that had the morphing action where, like, you could turn their head into, like, so it would be their human head. And then you'd push their belt buckle. Their chest would open, the head would flip, and it would be them wearing their fucking helmet.
2: Oh no, I had I had the big big ones that like you could like fully like take apart. Like they oh, were I had... two or three feet tall by the time you we were done building it. Oh really? Yeah.
1: So like I'm talking about like the actual ranger figures. Oh like, those Nata ones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah, 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 I had those.
1: Yeah, and this was this was all I like. I there was a point where I wished my Ninja Turtle uh, collection rivaled what I had. See, that that's not so bad. Like, they're, those aren't overly pricey.
2: No, these are, I remember having these ones though.
1: Yeah. The, by this time, I was, I was out. I started falling yeah. off after the first movie with Ivan Ooze and like they became the ninjas. And then, like, I remember one of my best friends having like, it was like his, the dude's name was like Ninjor. He was like a living Zord or something. And then, like, that, there was the White Falcon and, the the red lion and all this other crap like that's about where i started falling off was after that movie but uh i i wish i really really wish my uh my turtle collection rivaled my power ranger collection because i i liked those probably a little bit more but they didn't last long enough into my like older childhood like does that make sense like so before i was a teenager like they didn't last long enough into that for me to like really get into it and, like and really i had some figures but like you know like looking back like there were some really really cool things like the big technodrome and everything that you could have and like i never had any of that stuff
2: yeah what else uh what else you got uh loved as a kid
1: tamagotchis and gigapets <sighs>
2: I could never like I remember having them. I could never like keep them alive for more than like a fucking 6 hours.
1: I don't think you were supposed to.
2: <laughs>
1: so like, you know, here like here's the thing. I'm pretty sure Tamagotchis were made to survive and Giga Pets were not. And like, what a weird concept to introduce to a child. So like, for those of you playing the home game, what these were were these, these little keychain like picture like a like, a vi- like an old school like 8-bit video game on a black and white screen on a like gray and black screen and it was just a little like the gigapets were I did not remember exactly what they were but they just looked like little blobs kind of thing if memory serves where like gigapets were actually like dogs or cats or like birds and so yeah so, so they really were like just kind of blobby things weren't they yeah so like I had a, I like, I had a puppy Giga Pet, and like you could name them and stuff and feed them. Actually, if you scroll, if you see the one that says "Introducing the Digital Doggy," third row down, that one. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. That one. That's the one I had. Yeah. And you, so this, it's just this little purple digital thing that this little puppy was on, and like you had to feed them and like walk them and stuff and mm-hmm. like.
2: Two and, weeks was the average lifespan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like it was like the, these things were just like and you could you could intentionally overfeed them and stuff.
2: Yeah. So like, like you, you had to click there. on it at certain points to like clean up its poop and stuff.
1: Right. Like it died. Like it flat out yeah. died. Like you'd like there'd be a day like oh shit I forgot about my Giga and like you'd pull it up and there would just be like a, a cross. tombstone. Yeah. yeah. Like a cross or a tombstone.
2: Uh, the average Tamagotchi lifespan is about 12 days. <laughs> average is around uh, seven days, and the highest is about 25. The age counter stops when it reaches 99, but I don't think anyone ever actually got it that far.
1: <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> That's absolutely wild. Like, And so the, now the cool part was. There was a point where they made Digimon made a version of these.
2: Did they really? Yes. I don't remember that. They I was were... never into Digimon though. See,
1: I was like, I. <sighs> this is just. See, something... I always,
2: I always saw Digimon as like a cheap ripoff of Pokemon.
1: Right, but they weren't because they weren't even remotely the same. That's and that was right. the, Like that's. But
2: I feel like you were you were into one or the other
1: as a kid he, and like I was into both but like Digimon didn't like they never came out with like a trading card game or a video game or anything like it was just a TV show and I like it for me it was the like the best part of Pokemon the best part of uh Power Rangers like so like these things evolved and turned into like bigger battle bigger like bigger better
2: I mean they did have some cool Digimon
1: they really did I'm
2: not going to lie
1: and like the So the entire concept was, like, these kids got taken to a digital version of the real world where these creatures existed. It was basically the closest thing they, like, it was basically, like, like alternate reality was, yeah. was really the the thought behind it. And these kids got, you know, got sucked out of the real world into the digital world, and that was just... And like none of the games ever took off the way the Pokemon games did. And yeah, the franchise just
2: they made some PlayStation Digimon games. Yeah.
1: like, the, and the thing just never really got to the point that like Pokemon even came close to, or it never even came close to like where Pokemon was. And they like, they made these like Tamagotchi Gigapet type things where they actually had like a pedometer in them. So like you clipped them to your belt or your pocket and you walked around. And after a while, like, they would buzz or like like beep or whatever, and it was actually like it was as if you're the, the, the entire concept was like they look like the original digivices. And yeah, that's kind of kind of close. That's one probably one of the newer ones.
2: 150 bucks, yeah, dude. These that's but, now.
1: So like if you go over three from where you're at right now, which like I'm trying not to talk about what you're doing because people can't see it.
2: Right. Yeah. Like I'm I'm screen sharing with him. So like we're talking about things. Yeah.
1: So like you would be walking around, you'd have that on your hip and eventually it would like just beep or like vibrate or whatever. And you'd be like, you'd have come across another Digimon. And and the, the concept was supposed to be that you were walking with your Digivice and wherever you were walking, your Digimon was coming with you in the digital world and they would come across something in the digital world and have to like fight or (laughs) battle or whatever and Um, then like you could earn digi evolutions and stuff like that like it was just a little bit more uh like complex than just your tamagotchi or your gigapet right and like kind of
2: like pokemon go before pokemon go
1: basically yeah and essentially what it like it, and the only reason I even knew these things existed is because one of my cousins had one and I wanted one so bad. But my mom was like, you have a gigapet and you hate it. So no. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Um, do you ever have G.I. Joes?
1: I did. Not a ton of them, but I had some.
2: I never had G.I. Joes. You know what I had instead?
1: Um, generic American standard issue action figure
2: person worse my mother insisted on buying me and my brother ken dolls
1: (laughs) uh tell me your mom and tell tell me that your mom wanted a daughter without telling me that your mom wanted a daughter
2: well my fun fact my little brother was actually actually supposed to be a girl
1: oh man that's a tough look
2: that was a that was a bit of surprise when he came out they were expecting a girl the whole time.
1: Uh, so he's saying came out of the womb, for those of you playing the home game, because oh, my yeah. brain went to a different kind of come out. And I was like, no, I
2: don't, yeah. no I'm when, pretty sure when, he's got he, a wife and
1: a kid when, right now.
2: When when he was born, it was a bit of a shock to my parents because they were expecting a girl. His name was going to be Rachel. So every once in a while, I will bust his balls and just call him Rachel because that was what he was supposed to be.
1: Hmm. That's fun.
2: Yeah. <sighs> yeah uh, I mean not gonna lie like some of those Ken dogs, like I had fun with them as a kid like there were some cool ones like there was one like he had like a fake beard that like it came with like a like a the stupid like the fake razor that like if you got it wet with hot water or something oh and, it like it disappeared it, Like it like shaved his beard or something yeah. like that like
1: and that's how you was, became a barber
2: yeah <laughs> well I actually did a project in like fifth grade they were like what do you want to be when you grow up and I did a project that I wanted to cut hair See, but kids, as I got as I got older come true. I realized I didn't want to deal with women's hair at all and that's really all there was around like there was no barber school when I was in high school to go to Bosis for it was cosmetology and I didn't want to do women's hair so I just never did right kids these days like if oh god if there was barber schools for boses back 12 years ago 15 years ago when i graduated i'd have been a barber 15 years ago
1: right so um little deep dark secret time when my cousin who is i have a cousin on each side of my family that's literally the biological middle or the like the the like he's right in the middle of me and my sister almost exactly and like middle the the grade between the two of us the like technically like the one was born the same year as my sister but like late December so he was a grade behind or whatever I don't right but uh when my dad's when my dad's sister's son so my cousin Nick would come over um to our house like when we went to his house like we played video games and like other stuff when he came to our house it was one of two things we either played with my sister's Barbies or we had nerf wars and nothing in between so like (laughs) one of the funnier stories from my childhood would be like you know we, we we we're all like three of us were hanging out in the basement playing with like Barbies and stuff and doing that whole thing and all of a sudden my aunt was like Nick come on we're leaving and all of a sudden he was like hang on we're cleaning up the barbies and like our parents didn't know that that was one of the things we did downstairs so like they all died laughing they're like you're playing with barbies and i mean this was a different time so that was seen as like boys don't play with barbies right so that was like what the what the hell and like well like I had, like, a couple professional wrestler action figures that were around the same size and, like, a couple other things that, like, also mixed, because my sister had, like, one Ken doll. So, like, yeah. we, like, mixed mixed and matched across the board and stuff and whatever, but, like, it was just like, well, hang on, we're cleaning up the Barbies, like, so.
2: See, I never I never had Nerf guns growing up.
1: Oh, my God, dude. Nerf Wars in my basement, and then, like, as I got older, um, I had a buddy... For a little while, who like we'd all go to his house, and he had like a like a one and a half or like a it wasn't a two story it was a two story house, but like the second story was only like
2: oh was it like one of those split levels?
1: No, it like it had a second story, but like it also had like the balcony that overlooked the living room. Oh, okay. So like we'd be playing Nerf wars, and like one team was upstairs, one team was downstairs, because we didn't understand the concept of having the high ground. <laughs> and how much of an advantage that is <laughs> but like when we, when we were in my basement like we used to set up like the toy boxes and stuff as like bunkers and barricades and
0: yeah
1: I hit, like I, I i must have had like eight or nine like plush sports balls so they were like stuffed basketballs stuffed footballs like foam baseballs so like those were like bombs grenades. And grenades we could throw at each other and then like yeah you know, I—I I mean, I had probably fifteen Nerf guns on top of it, and we like—I, my parents, if they cleaned the basement, like had to like cleaned out the basement. They probably still find Nerf darts.
2: Probably, yeah. Because you you lost half of them every time you fucking played.
1: Right. Oh. By the, was... by
2: the third time you played, you only had like two darts left.
1: The best part about Nerf guns back then. Is most of them were about like. About how the gun looked and not how like not how functional it was. Right. So like some of them were cool. Like I had one that was like a it looked like an over under pistol Mm -hmm. and it had like a shotgun pump on it. But all the pump did was basically direct with like where the air went to shoot which dart. Yeah. So, So like you didn't have like the advantage was you didn't have to load a second dart before you shot again. You just had to pull the fucking thing back and then like, yeah. and quote-unquote cock it.
2: Right. But, like, and now you just got like these fucking like fully automatic Nerf guns. And yeah. Stuff fully
1: this. automatic Nerf guns with a 40 dart banana clip or something like right. Damn, and ridiculous. Damn kids, damn kids don't understand the concept of wait, but like and all the darts are uniform now. Back then they weren't. So like you never no. under, like kids these days will never understand the concept of like hold on, wait, I got the wrong darts. Like, right. They're either like all, the only thing that changes is like the size. And it's like the big one or the small one. And the small one fits all the pistols. The big one fits all the rifles. Right. And, like, oh my God. It was like, we, like I had a crossbow that had like the really, really big darts and those things. I mean, those things flew. Those things like absolutely flew. You take an eye out with the, one of those bad boys these days. But like, I remember I, I had watching one... the,
2: uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, okay. I love watching the uh, the YouTube videos of the people that buy like the new Nerf guns <laughs> and uh, like the real like the real mechanical like real good at like doing shit dads will like rig them up so they're like souped up fucking Nerf guns and they'll literally like blow holes through fucking drywall with a Nerf dart. <laughs> yes. Like what the hell? They'll change like the, like the, uh, like with more of the like the electronic ones. They'll get in there and they'll like mess with the settings to like ramp up the RPMs to like 900 RPM instead of like 400. Like it's nuts the stuff that yeah it's these Nerf it, guns are and can do nowadays. Like I wish I was a fucking kid now.
1: Oh my god, it's absolutely insane. And, like now they make ones that like you can buy. Like it's like a seven piece kit that each one like shoots its own couple, like two or three darts and then combines into the next piece to make a bigger gun and -hmm. a bigger gun and a bigger gun all the way up to a sniper rifle. And if you're smart, like the sniper rifle only has like two rounds to it. And then like, you can like pop the next, like pop it out, leave the top, uh, like leave the top. And then like you have a smaller and like, So you basically work your way down to a sidearm. Yeah. And like, but the, like, so the cool part is nowadays, it's all about like these practical or like combination weapons and stuff like that. I had one of these damn things that looked like a scorpion. Yeah. Like, so like the scorpions legs went over your hands. You pulled the scorpions head out forward to like pull the air. And as you squeezed the trigger, The tail whipped forward and launched the dart off the tip of the tail.
0: Yeah.
1: This was the most inaccurate thing ever. You had to point it toward the ground to get it to shoot forward, or it would shoot up and and hit the ceiling. Yeah. It's like, it was cool if it was outside and like you were close enough that like the upward trajectory made sense. But like, in a basement where you played with these things mostly, like, no. I had another one. It was called the Secret Shot. It had like a button that like you so you like there was a, a like a, a dart underneath like in the hilt or like in the handle of the gun so like you pull the thing out shoot it and it like it was meant for like they sold it with one commercial it was like oh they've got me and like you put your hands up and you pull the trigger and the dart shoots out of the handle and hits the guy and you're like ha i got you and like but nobody ever played with surrenders right and once you knew like it's not like all the guns looked the same and that one just happened to be the secret shot like no this thing was a neon green gun it was the only gun that looked that way so like oh you have the secret shot i know you have a dart in the handle of your of your gun yeah <laughs> like
2: and like let's not like forget the fact that like the nerf guns we had were all like most of them were like single shot where you had to like pull the plunger back on the back of it oh hell yeah fire, and like and nowadays like. They're just like, they got battery like bazook- powered and battery powered. There's like bazookas that fire like five rounds at a time. And they yeah, literally it- have a Gatlin gun.
1: And like it, like, and back then you had a Gatlin gun, but like, do you remember the ones like you had to like pull the handles back and forth
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like, it just sh- like rotated around and shot like shot the foam balls out. Yeah. Talk about inaccurate and to stem this into another one. How about super soakers?
2: I had, I had a couple of good super soakers. I had one that uh, it had like the five streams out the front. <laughs> but it was all, it was like, so you had like one forward two kind of a little off center to shoot at an angle and then two more. So it basically just created like a like a, a, a wall in front of you basically that would shoot five different directions. And uh, never really that good but i remember having it Uh,
1: like so the first one that came out was the iconic super soaker like it was the it was yellow with the green tank it was the super soaker 50 then they came out with the super soaker 100 which was blue with the yellow tank and it all it was was just bigger they made smaller ones so like you could do the whole like you know you had your rifle and then your sidearm and shit like that and like yeah. Then they came out with the super soaker 500, which had the backpack and it carried like two gallons of water. Yeah. But like, I mean, you basically just like pumped the shit out of this thing to keep the stream yeah. up and like, but like you were more tired from pumping the gun to keep the water pressure up than you then were from running like around. running around yeah. and playing. Um, I had one that was very similar to the one you just described, but it was like a triple shot that all three pointed forward until you pulled a slide. And then the two like off to the side, like shot to the side. Oh really? Oh yeah. And like, that thing was really awesome for like the first three times I used it. And then something got like jammed in one of the two sprouts. So it only shot the two sides, which was really dumb then.
2: I mean, that always happened. Like it inevitably, like one of your fucking spouts, like stopped working because yeah, like it, like,
1: it got like a seed clogged in or something. And like, why were there just seeds were laying around everywhere back then?
2: Right. Well, not to mention we were using like hose, dirty hose water. Yeah, and then like so we
1: we like we we'd use dirty hose water where we filled up our super soaker tanks and then took a big old swig. Yeah, those were the days. I mean,
2: how how often did we just like I'm thirsty, like pump, 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 pump straight into the mouth.
1: I still do that. I did that last summer when I was doing yard work. Like, <laughs> like to, like, to the point super to- soaker. <laughs> No, with a fucking garden hose. Well, yeah. Sorry, are you kidding? I wish I still had a super soaker. Right. We I would get that some. We should I get some feel...
2: and like have a fucking like, like we should have a party over the summer, and like everyone has to bring a super soaker, and we're just having a fucking super soaker war.
1: Is it weird? Like, and so this is being an adult. I was like, I want to do that, but I want to fill it with like Vodka? weed killer. like no so vodka would have been my 20s weed killers my 30s now that I'm a homeowner I want to like I want to have fun killing the weeds in my driveway like I want to I want to spray the whatever like the weed and feed or whatever the hell it's called and just like (laughs) just kill all the weeds in my driveway that'd be awesome I don't care what anybody says
2: I mean hey
1: so I I have another fun one for you do you okay. remember? Do you remember the Nerf Vortex?
2: No, because I didn't have Nerf guns.
1: It's not a gun.
2: Oh, the fucking whistle, the whistling the whistle football. football. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody had a Nerf Vortex. Like, even being like ten years old, you could huck that thing like fifty yards.
1: Yeah, the the like the commercial for it, if you remember, was I believe Brett Favre throwing it like through the upper, like from the goal line through the uprights of the other end zone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: This, this thing had a little bit of heft to it. It had three like plastic spouts on it. Like they look like spouts, but they were literally just like carved. Stabilizing tails. Well, so it had the stabilizing tails. Like, so it had fletching like an arrow. Yeah. It was a small football. So like it fit in your hand, but then it had three plastic buttons on it that as it spiraled and because it was like an automatic spiral every time it, to throw this thing without a spiral took actual like effort like you had to be so so bad it was almost a skill yeah and then as it flew through the air and spun it whistled yeah and like this thing was just cool. Like-, like
2: a goddamn bomb drop it was
1: <sighs> yeah pretty much and the cool part was like the original one was orange with the, with uh, the blue fins. Yeah. And that thing was awesome. But the, like the outside of the foam hide would end up getting like beat up. Cause it would like, every time it hit the ground, it would just beat up on the nose of the ball. Mm-hmm. So the vortex two, which was purple and like neon yellow was even better. Cause it had a little bit more heft to it. So you could throw it a little bit further and it was more durable. And, like, the original expectation was this thing was to play, like, five-on-five football and use this as the football. Yeah. But this thing was so easy to overthrow people that nobody used it to play football, but everybody used it just to play catch with their friends at long distances.
2: Right. Yeah. Like, we definitely used it to play football as kids, but...
1: Like, me and my friends never did. We always just used normal football because, like... (laughs) Anybody with a decent arm would just either fastball into somebody's face on accident or overthrow everybody by 10 yards. Yeah.
2: Like we used to take in uh we used to really only do that, use that particular ball if we could go up to like the school and like play in like the like the giant fields. Right. Um, like the baseball diamond and stuff like that. Like if we had like open area where we could hook the ball like 30, 40 yards. And like be able to like die for it and stuff, uh, we would do it. But like obviously like like playing street football, like we're not using that thing because uh, listen, I'm not running fucking 10 houses down.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. How about the Magic 8-Ball? Did you ever have that?
2: Yeah, I had a Magic 8-Ball. I think everyone probably had a Magic 8-Ball at some point.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know where they all came from and I don't know where they all went.
2: No. I think they just like appeared one day and then eventually they just disappeared.
1: Ooh, what about um, hit, what about hit clips?
2: Oh my god, yeah, I used to have a bunch of those.
1: I never had them, but like I think I was like a year or two too old for that.
2: They were like looking back it was so stupid. It would pay like 15 seconds of a fucking song.
1: Yeah. And you just like pop it into this little player. It would blurt out 15 to 20 seconds of a song and be done.
2: Yeah. Like I remember I had. Like an in sync one, a Britney Spears one, probably a Christina Aguilera one, a Backstreet Boys one. And it would just play like 15, 20 seconds, like the chorus of whatever song it was. But like when you were, when you're like, you know, eight nine years old that's like the coolest goddamn thing ever
1: dude did you ever own tech decks
2: uh the uh finger skateboards yeah
1: yes Yeah. i remember
2: like collecting them to a certain point like like finding different ones of like pro skateboarders that i didn't already have
1: so i could never
2: do anything with them but fun story I, i had them
1: the only one I ever owned I got as a gift, like the toy and a happy meal The reason I never had more than that one I wanted them. I wanted one so bad. My parents thought they were the dumbest thing ever and refused to ever get me one.
2: Well, they were like oh God some yeah. of the dumbest things ever
1: like looking back i I don't know if I could be really like ever be upset about that, like that was just something that my parents like, Nope, this is stupid. It's a waste of, because they sold for like 30 bucks.
2: Yeah. They were expensive.
1: Oh man.
2: Um, Obviously like Game Boy Color or just Game Boy in general, like needs to be on this list of like best toys ever.
1: Oh, for sure.
2: Um, What about board games? A- do you, ever, do you ever bop it?
1: No, and I I always thought bop it was stupid.
2: Bop it was pretty stupid, and then they came out with like bop it extreme that added like
1: two other things.
2: Two other things. It was like bop it, twist it, pull it, like uh, spin it and flick it. Spin and it, it the next flick two, it, yeah. Um, board games were always good. I always, I still to this day love playing board games.
1: We could probably do. An entire episode on like we, so we said we could do an episode on power rangers we could do an entire episode just on our favorite board games from when we were yeah. a kid
0: because like i'm you looking
2: next time i go to my parents house like all my old board games are still in their basement i'm gonna grab a couple of my favorite ones and then me you and Alley cat are gonna have like I'm Sunday Funday. We're day. gonna have like Sunday Funday, and we're gonna play some of these board games. Like I, one of my favorite ones was a fucking Titanic board game. Really? Yeah. So like you started in like third class steerage, and like you had to make your way around the board and steerage to like, you had to get your passport. You had to get your valuables out of the, the, the treasury lockup. You had to get like cleared by medical and get your medical card. There was like four or five different things you had to do there before you could leave to go make your way up the rest of the ship and like out. And like, obviously like the end of the game was like getting to the lifeboats and getting off. Um, It it was super cool because like you you could could make it all the way to the front of the ship, and then like have to go all the way back because like you landed on a space and like you lost your passport and now you have to (laughs) go back to get your passport again.
1: So, do you remember how interesting and intricate board games used to be? Yes. So like, hungry, hungry hippos, and then mousetrap and don't wake daddy yeah like kids these days will never know because like see like, I
2: never I never really knew how to play mousetrap we used to just like build the shit and just set it off a million times
1: <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure like the thing got built throughout the game in different ways and yeah. your goal was to make it to the cheese before like
2: the trap got set off the trap got set off. Like that. Yeah,
1: and like, don't wake Daddy was like the like you would land on certain spots and like, oh you, um. You know you woke up like you stepped on the cat's tail, pushed the alarm clock three times, and like there was a set amount of times that you never knew how many it was that like right if you like if you were the one that pressed the clock, like Daddy like shot up his little. Fucking yeah! Like nightcap flew off, and like I think you had to go back to the start or something right. like that. Yeah. Um. You know, Moss trap, like you said, like you know, you you built the, the the trap. Nowadays, it's like, oh, roll the dice, move two spaces.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, sorry was an entire game of like just being an asshole to your friends.
2: Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, Don't me- break the ice. That was always a good one
1: like this. So this is this one is sold. This was like an 80s game almost. You basically like wedged these plastic ice pieces and you had to like knock them out one by one. And it was basically like horizontal Jenga. Yeah. Would be the best way to describe that.
2: uh, My cousins had another version of that that basically like you took a tissue or like a paper towel and stretched it over this, like, circle piece and then put another piece, like, another circle piece on top of it. So it was, like, pulled real taut. And then, yeah, like, and the, you had to, like, put marbles and, like, on top of it. Marbles that were, like, wet marbles. And, like, you had to, like, pick the marbles up with these tongs and set them on top of this, like... We used to do it with, like, tissues. Right. Um, and then, like, whoever's, like, marble broke the tissue and actually went through like you lost?
1: No. No, listen. The only marble game that was worth any any salt was Kerplunk.
2: Kerplunk was always good.
1: Oh my god. I'm Connect like Connect
2: 4. Connect 4 was always a good time. <laughs> right. Um which as children like You thought it was like amazing, like oh man, like I won, I won, I won, and now like now you look at it, you're like it's so easy to block anybody, like to just get like a stalemate. Like (laughs) you look back, you're like how the fuck we like we were dumb, like how did we ever win?
1: Oh my god, did you ever play Crocodile Dentist? Yes. Like you you could lose a damn finger playing that game.
2: Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, my my last one here. Did you ever have Nickelodeon gack? Yes. Oh my god. I forget
2: gak and I learned how to make my own gak.
1: <laughs> I forget what it was, but somebody in my like somebody either me or my sister got gack like on a piece of clothing <clears throat> or like a piece of furniture or something and that was the last time like we couldn't have silly putty after that like you know like we couldn't have gack like they came out with slime they came out came out with phloam. like not yeah. none of those things were allowed in our house after that i don't remember what it was but like we got it on we got it on something and it <laughs> ruined whatever it was and that was just the end of it
0: yeah i uh
2: how have, how have we not mentioned Play Doh?
1: Cause I don't like everybody had Play-Doh, but like I personally don't like I played with it, but it was never like a oh I love Play-Doh. Like I love playing right. with like it was just a thing that everyone had and eventually the, like got stale and you had to throw out.
2: The only time that I really ever enjoyed playing with Play-Doh was I would go to my aunt's house and she had a recipe and she would make fresh play-doh and uh like just playing with it while it was like warm like out of the oven or whatever complete game changer it was awesome
1: Like no shit
2: yeah she used to have a recipe for that I uh I learned a recipe to like make my own like basically like Gak or like Silly Putty stuff like that I used to make my own um how, how can we not talk about just the good old classic it's basically gack but they relabel as like like a, a fart jar <laughs> oh so my god yes see, see those like you just like yes it's just in the plastic jar and you just like mush it around and
1: oh my god so funny
2: like so such good stuff such simple stuff used to entertain us and even to this day like if someone ever like came around with one of those i'd have i would have fun for half an hour just playing with that
1: okay if we're gonna go with fart noises you got to talk about whoopee cushions
2: yeah whoopee cushions were always good until someone decided to be an a-hole and like just stomp on it way too hard and then it just blew up.
0: Yeah. This
2: yo-yo's are always fun. Yo-yo's are always fun. I didn't oh my I could God. never really do anything with a yo-yo.
1: What about uh not just not just yo-yo's, what about um like Hot Wheels? I still have a bunch of them.
2: See, I was never really like I had a bunch of them. I was never like super into Hot Wheels though. Yeah, it was just never really my thing.
1: I, I, I have a bunch of them, like so many laying around. But this was fun, man. This was a nice, fun little trip down memory lane. It, was way, yeah, it was way better than just bitching about how expensive shit is these days.
2: Well, I mean.
1: Listen, I understand getting angry. I might have to drive to Pittsburgh on Friday, and I am not happy about it.
2: Have fun with your $300 round trip.
1: No shit. I was actually asking if I could park your car.
2: I mean, if you want to, sure
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that off the air But, like, yeah, it's um, This was just so much fun Like, just looking back on all these things Like, I'm I'm in such a good mood right now This is awesome This right. is what common debauchery is supposed to be about
2: Yeah Good times Good times Good times
1: Way more gooder times than what we're in right now Yeah So well, that being said, we will, uh, we'll keep you guys abreast to the results of the cool stuff. Um, you know, the, the fan voting and everything and like, follow, share, subscribe to all the cool stuff. Comment about you, part of the BICBP radio network, wwwbacbp radiocom Find us on social media. We are on Facebook. Just search Comment about We're the only thing that pops up. I swear. And uh, you can find all the cool stuff there and, you know, tell your friends, like I said, all the cool, all that stuff. And uh, with that being said, I'm the Nightmare.
2: And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery.
1: In a post-apocalyptic world decimated by a global pandemic, two men will arise to talk about Movies featuring the Quote King Austin Kelm, the Wizard of Jazz Derek Jaz, they are the Podducers.